Hello, it's the Evil G Podcast. It is episode 119. My name's Colin, and his name's Stu. Hello, hopefully there'll be no um, crazy disappearances this week. Disappearances? Who's disappearing? I don't know what I you're just... talking about. Oh, yeah, that's right. We fixed it in post. I never went no, we anywhere last week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fix things in post. No, we don't do that shit. You get the mistakes at all. Warts and all. <laughs> What's, what's the point? Um, yeah. People do a lot of editing in like big serious podcasts. Uh, I think when I say people... serious, I mean like big named podcasts. You know. Yeah, but they yeah. That, that's that's they have people that get paid to do that. Oh, so you, you get know. paid to sit and listen to a podcast and edit it? Yeah, they'll have editors and they'll cut out like you know people going um uh. Oh, but then, true, yeah. but then you get like. It just sounds a bit weird. Yeah, because people have to sort of, um, uh, you know, when they're, if they're asked a question, you'll sort of do an um to, you know, until you think you're answered. No one has answers for every question straight off the fucking top of their head. That'd be insanity. Hmm. And you can tell. Yeah, it's true, yeah. yeah. If it's a pre-prepped answer as well. Yep. No good. I think you see it more in YouTube videos than anything else. You see, like, the really... It's like quick cuts. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time, big time. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Don't really they, like they that. They try to make it look... Thing. Yeah. They try to make it look seamless, and you're like, no, you, you're clearly editing shit in and out there. Mm. Well, we don't do any of that around here. Nope. Shit goes wrong. You hear about it. <laughs> I can't be bothered. <laughs> and there's that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so what would that add to anything? Nope. Fuck that. Uh, so we're recording this on a Monday, so if anything happened, we'll talk about that next week. Oh yeah, it's like, yeah. this is my fault. Sorry, folks. I, I'm away tomorrow. I'm away to Dublin. I love Dublin. Haven't been in years. Can't wait to go back for a wee couple of days. Um... Give Dublin my regards and say it's a deer hole. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is expensive. It is dear. But it's a nice, It's I wouldn't call it a hole. I think it's a nice place. I, I think if someone offered me the chance, would you rather go to Dublin or London? I would take Dublin every day of the week. Um, Same thing. All cities, they all sort of seem the same to me. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I just love I love the, the open culture of Dublin, though. I love it. It's just so open and free, and no one gives a shit about anything. Just everyone's already enjoy themselves. Class. Eh, fair enough. It's the, uh, like, I, I always say, I've been down to Dublin a couple of times in my life now, and I've never, ever, ever had a bad time. Ever. I can't even think of one slightly bad experience in Dublin. I've always just landed down and just had a big shit-eating grin the entire time and just had a great time. So I'm looking forward to doing that again. Hmm. I've only ever been down for concerts, so it's not really. A... Well, yeah, the reason I'm going down again myself, but um, I'm making a making a sort of extended stay out of it as well. So just going down for a gig, but staying longer than necessary to go and enjoy myself. Right. Um, you play anything this past week? Um, I have been playing the DLC for Resi Four. Oh, you the... forget that came out. Yeah, the Separate Ways DLC. Um, so if you know anything about the original Separate Ways DLC, you'll know that 
this is the story of Ada sort of runs alongside the main game. And um, right off the bat, it is very different than the original Separate Ways. So mm-hmm. with the original, it, the original was kind of shoehorned in after the, the, the original game was released because uh, on the original GameCube version of Resi 4, there was no Separate Ways. That was added exclusively for the PlayStation 2 version. So that was so like their big it, selling point. Like, oh, look, new mode. It wasn't DLC then, technically. It wasn't DLC then. It was literally part of the game. Uh, you had to beat the game to unlock it. Um, remember those? They orig- yeah, remember those. There's just the original- extra stuff that you would just get if you beat the game. You didn't have to pay for it. Oh, you think about it. And in the PS2 version of Resi 4, when you beat it, you got the Mercenaries, Assignment Ada, and Separate Ways. You got three new game modes when you beat the main game. Like, where would you even hear of that these days? Nope. It's like, people might pay for this instead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will give them the dues. They only charge like a fiver. And it's... I think it's like £8. Oh, £8, you're right. Sorry, seven eighty nine. Mm. I almost had £2 left on my freaking PlayStation wallet. Um, but uh, it's seven chapters long, as far as I can tell. Now, the main game is, what, 16 chapters? <gasps> So, so it's all I gotta do. Yeah, so it's not too short anyway, because the, the original separate ways was five. It was five chapters. Um but they've changed the story up a bit. Uh the the, the moment the game starts actually, the, the DLC starts, there's a whole new boss fight. And you're like, oh shit, okay. We are changing this thing up completely. Obviously mm-hmm. because they were able to write it alongside the main game. Instead of sort of being shoehorned in, going, oh, we need something new for this. Uh, I will do Ada thing, but will it make any sense? Kind of. Uh, whatever. Whereas this time they went, right. Uh, we'll literally have it running side by side. So you know yourself, you played the game, you know Ada pops up in the cutscenes here and there. Yeah. And, yeah. So you see her actually doing her thing and working with Lewis and things like that. I'm only in the chapter... Three, I think I'm on. Um, I've literally got up to the part in the game, you know, the big mad house battle Lewis and Leon's doing? Yeah, yeah. So I'm literally doing something alongside that. Um, but big changes. I don't want to go into story-wise too much, but they've I've actually got Wesker's here as well. Whereas in the original, he was sort of just on the phone the whole time. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the fucker's actually showed up. He's in the village and all, so they're, they're really changing it up. But... Um, Oh, is he in mercenaries mode then? He is. He's been added to mercenaries as well. Yeah. So they added for free. Obviously, they added Ada and Wesker for free, who were in the original's mercenary mode. Um, but free add-on for the mercenaries anyway, and a free map as well. So there's four maps and a whole bunch of characters now. Um, they even added a second outfit for Leon and Ada that you have to unlock by getting S ranks across all the levels. Clearly. Uh, Leon's is his gangster suit, and I'm gonna guess Ada's is her original red dress. Yeah, you would think um, so. Yeah, do you know uh, that's? I can't believe I'm even. I can't believe I'm giving this the time of day. But people were complaining that they changed Ada's outfit. And what do you, uh, what do you mean? Well, you no, know the way in the original she wore the red dress. Yes, but I'm I'm sort of thinking. Wait, did you not play the actual game? <laughs> To remake she didn't it. have it. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't have it in the main game. Why would she suddenly be wearing it in the separate ways DLC? Why would she be changing outfit? So yeah, um, that was like 
I mean, there, there's, there's a whole heap of stuff that's different in the remake than the original. Yeah. Well, why, why, are we, why are we getting bent out of shape over a dress? I don't know. Well, I can imagine why, but... Oh, know. I know why. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm being... These yeah, are the same people. <laughs> these are the same people that complained about uh, Jill not having a skirt in her original three out, outfit. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yep, yep. Same guys. Yeah. Same guys. Same guys. Yep, yep. Um, but uh, it is. It's more of the same. There's a few we added uh, gameplay things that Ada can do. Obviously, she's got her grappling gun and things like that, which she had. But it is pretty much more the same i haven't came across any new areas yet i'm still just in the village but from what i've seen in the trailer there had there is new areas added in fact some of the areas that weren't in the main game that were in the original game the people were complaining oh this bit's not here and this bit's not here well it looks like ada gets to do it so there you go i i would have thought for that price they wouldn't have had much in the way in new areas Um, but i was thinking too it's good if they do that I've, stuff. I figured they were just going to reuse some of the, the areas. Kind of like what they did with the original separate ways. They just reused areas. Uh, whereas this, know. they went right. Why are people complaining about anything from the original game not being in the remake? I'm going to say a controversial statement here. The Go remake's ahead. better than the original. <laughs> I agree. So, uh, good. It's, <laughs> like, it just is. Um, it is. So, Don't get me wrong. Uh, it, yeah. like, the original still exists, and the original is still an amazing game. But if you turn around and ask me, right, which one of these do you want to play through? I'm going to take the remake every time. It is perfection. So it is. And it's longer too, isn't it? It's a lot longer. Yeah, so I don't know what people's problem is. Like, oh, you took this out. It's like the game's like fucking way yeah, longer they, than the original. Yeah, they, they, they took, oh, they took out this bit, and it's like, oh yeah, did you remember the whole, or did you forget the whole thing with the lake that wasn't in the original? <laughs> did, are we forgetting that? The shit that they added? You know, it's not like they just took stuff away and then that was it. All right, they took away, oh, we don't need that, we don't need that, we don't need that. We're going to add that. Although I did see one thing in the trailer for the Separate Ways DLC, which is actually going to be in it. Do you remember the laser room with Leon in the original? Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Ada gets to do it instead. <laughs> um, the one, they've, they've changed the soundtrack around a wee bit as well. Her music, you see when she's not in combat, it's all very James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is a spy. <laughs> She is literally just as she is the James Bond of the Resident Evil world now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's more of what you expect. A uh, couple of extra boss fights that you didn't do in the original as well. So um, I'm literally up to fighting an El Giante, uh, but you actually have to use her grappling gun to fight him because you have to sort of bounce between the the roofs of the houses and stuff to be able to get him, which is pretty cool because he'll like protect his big you know, the big thing and bust out his back. Yeah, if you're on the ground, he can sort of position himself to protect it. So you have to get up on the high positions to get it, which is pretty cool. It's a nice wee idea. Mm. Um, and then, like I say, the uh, the first boss fights. I mean, straight off the bat, do you remember? Uh, you fight one of them as Leo and the big giant fucker that chases you in the tunnels, and you freeze it. Oh yeah, one of um, yeah. Uh, what is what's his name? Ver- Verdugo. Verdugo. Oh no! I thought you uh, no. The, what do you call the little dude again? Sorry. Oh yeah, Ramon. Sorry, Ramon. Ramon no. Aye, what one yeah. of his dudes? Yeah, I think they're called the Verdugo. I didn't kill that thing. I just went by. <laughs> I <laughs> so 
So I, I the first time I was all I know what's coming, son of a bitch. So I sold a bunch of stuff and bought a rocket launcher and I blew him up. And then mm. I went, Yeah, I have no guns. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to load I had to load me game. <laughs> I ran about and collected everything there was to collect, and I went, nah, I'm getting in this lift now. Uh, I, need, I need this ammo. Bye. Yep. Because uh, he just, he, he won't die. Like, it's pretty, you need a oh, rocket launcher pretty much. And I, I did try a couple of times, too, but but Jesus Christ, I, he, he just tanks everything. Yeah. I, I think you're, you're supposed to just run away. But then you never see him again after that if you run away. Nope, you don't. Um, but like I say, everyone always wondered what happened to this because he had two of them. Hmm. Well, Ada has to deal with the second one. Fantastic. Which is a pretty cool idea. <laughs> yep. But it's like a nemesis that keeps chasing her the whole way through the game. Oh, we're back to this again. Uh, but you'll see it. I mean, though, it's a pretty cool way it's done. It's very cool the way it's done. He, he, he shows up, basically, and it's a boss fight every time he shows up, but he's, like, mutating and being different every time. But very, very cool. If you enjoyed Resi 4 and you want a reason to go back to it, Pay a couple of pound and play separate ways. It's fantastic. Um, and there's free stuff for mercenaries as well. So there you go. Nice. Mm, well worth it. Zamigo. You've been playing anything you new? Now. You go now. <laughs> so I... Right, so... I had forgot I had signed up for uh, Beta for the first Descent and then it turned out that I didn't have to do that because it's an open beta anyway. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I played the first Descendant, which is, um, I can't even remember where this was sold, shown or why. Um, I say enough for it, but so it's from uh, Nexon, who is a uh, Korean developer, I believe. Um, and it's gonna be free to play, and it is kind of like a Destiny. Uh, Warframe type thing, looter shooter. Oh, okay, yep, yep. Um, third person, um, and and all that. So I, and it um, it's also got a bit of like a hero shooter, Overwatchy type vibe as well, because it's uh, you know, you're unlocking different heroes with abilities. Mm. Um, that sort of the thing. It, sets it apart from from those games whereas they're more ah so you don't don't like create a character you pick a character yeah yeah right um so it's you're starting out and you're picking one of the three starter characters um and, and that's your initial character that you start with um and and from then it's it's kind of just one of one of those games it's you know multiplayer um and you're running about doing missions which usually are like shoot all these things or go defend this thing um for a set amount of time uh i didn't play a lot of it uh because yeah i started playing cyberpunk again because of the <laughs> 2.0 patch but of what i played with i was i was actually enjoying it um the shooting feels really good and chunky. Uh, the abilities I started with uh, some woman that has ice powers. She can shoot ice. Um, she can run around and leave an ice trail behind her and all that damages and slows down enemies. Um, 
and then you get your usual sort of types of guns, um, pistols, shotguns, assault rifles, sort of single shot. So how's the shooting feeling? It? The shooting does feel uh, really good. The the guns feel weighty, impactful when you hit. That's um, good. It feels chunky and satisfying. Because some of them free-to-play games, you know, they they work on the ability so much and then they actually forget to worry about the actual shooting and it can feel like it was left behind. Yeah, Warframe, I, I kind of think, feels very weightless and, um, you know, it doesn't feel like you do much. But especially on the easy games, they can tend to be a bit, uh, you know, the enemies can be a bit bullet spongy. Yeah, you're just um, shooting and there's no reaction. Yeah, but in this, it... it, it all the all the shooting stuff is good. Uh, you got a grappling hook as well, so you can get around pretty fast and move around. Um, I think there there's there's characters in it that are more geared towards moving fast, and then you know you'll have a character that's basically a more tanky sort of character. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the starting ones. Was like like a guy with loads of armor, and he can create like a Reinhardt style shield in that. Um, all right. And then the other one was very uh, standard soldier guy. Um, you always have to have the standard soldier guy. Always, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, the thing that stands out: this is an Unreal Five game, Unreal Engine oh, Five, good. and it looks really nice. Oh, cool. We'll give it that. The engine looks really impressive. Um, all the characters are very pretty. Yeah, there could be something to it. I think it, like it's a sort of game I would probably get a bit bored with after a while because I just always do with those kinds of games because it's all about repeating the same missions over and over again. Yeah, um, yeah. And you're out in the world too, the, like in the different areas. It's just everyone's running around um, and then you're taking a mission and then anyone can jump in on that mission. Um, but I'm not sure if there's any like more in-depth missions where you go into like an instance with a party because I think it, like, you can have up to four players in your party um, mm. I'm not sure if there's like one you can go in and it's just you and your party or cause, like because cause many four, people in a party four, four um, just four uh, that you can have well then surely if you're playing with a squad of four people then you won't be added them with anybody else, or do you mean like but you, there's but like you're not, multiple... you're not getting you're not getting added. It's just everyone's running about in this place, and oh, you can gotcha, just gotcha, like gotcha. you can see a mission going on over there. Someone's already triggered it and doing it. And you can just run up and join in. That is very Destiny. Yeah, but Destiny then also has its like proper missions where you like go to yeah. the thing and it loads an instance, and then it's only you and your party there. So I'm not sure. Um, the only thing this says is like big massive boss fights, um, like huge big hawking um soul style bosses mm. uh taking out their their weak points you can do a scan on them to find out where their weak points are and then you shoot that until it dies um i'm sure it gets more involved than that uh the further in you go um you'll be fine for a free-to-play thing hmm so uh, like i know it's on the playstation now and you were saying it is crossplay. it is yes this is an actual uh cross play beta to to test out the the crossplay. How long uh, is the open beta running for? I have no idea. Wonder uh, if actually, it's like a I, soft launch. Actually, it f- finishes today. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's not a soft launch. Um, 
you get loads of guns as well. Like it, you seem to like at the start anyway, you level up very fast and it's just throwing guns at you and different equipment um mm. constantly. Um and you pick up these other things as well. He's, you have these slots. Um it's not like you're picking up armor, uh like like a destiny or something. So you're just have your your different skins for the different characters. Um so you have these things that you can slot in. Um and you have like a there's a maximum amount of points you can spend on slotting these like different I can't mind what they're called, but you you've got a number of them and they basically are just instead of like armor because mm. we don't have armor, so there's like four different ones. Um and you're you're picking um sort of ones that will give different amounts of armor to you and different abilities, different better cooldowns, better damage with certain weapons and you'll get ones that sort of, oh, this one works really well with pistols. You don't have to use it with pistols, but if you do, it'll give you a bonus to pistols. And then your weapons as well also have all these slots in, um, and it sort of gives you like, oh, you've got nine slots to put in different modifier things onto this gun, but you each modifier you put in has a value, and you can't go over a total of this, so just to balance it out. Ah, uh, right, right. So you, you could probably get really in depth with a uh, with different types of builds on each of the characters. Um, we're sort of going beyond just what the characters' abilities are themselves. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, it seems like there's a there's a lot there. It sounds like it. But yeah, that, th- no idea when it's actually released. Uh, it just says coming soon on Steam. So fuck knows. Fair enough. Yeah, so um, I would have played more than that, but uh, yeah, I couldn't stop myself from playing Cyberpunk of the 2.0, starting a new yeah. new playthrough. It's kind um, of a big deal. <laughs> it is. So all the stuff that's been implemented in the DLC has now been implemented into the base game at this point? Is I that don't what the think... Point? I think the relic powers are dlc only so these are the right. this is the new skill tree um that give you new abilities that weren't there before right um so if you remember when you would go in and you were leveling up and you'd have your different stats stats like your you know your technical ability and cool and reflexes there was always mm. one at the bottom that was all like jumbled and you couldn't pick yes. it that's where your relic abilities are or where uh-huh. they're gonna be um, so they completely redone that entire skill tree. So, for example, pistols. Um, all the pistol abilities used to be under uh, reflex, and if yep. you went into reflex, and uh, you would have like the three separate skill trees along the top for reflex, and that would be like pistols, uh, submachine guns, and blades. I think. Mm. Um, so it's not like that anymore. So you'll go into each of those attributes and it'll have a skill tree, uh, which will include all the things. So for cool, pistols are under cool now. So if you go under there, mm. um, you, you can start at different points on the skill tree. So there'll be uh, on the left is is all the sort of pistol related stuff. Um, then on the right is, is stealth and throne, throne weapons stuff. Um, and it'll uh, 
it dictates how far you can go in the skill tree by what you have that that attribute at. So, um, you you have to get up to like level nine to unlock the next tier of abilities, and then you'll have your, like your main abilities to unlock, such as like in the pistol one, you now have an ability that automatically slows down when you aim down sights for like a couple of seconds. So if you're doing oh, nice. a stealth build and you're gonna like get that one shot headshot in, just gives you that. Mm couple of seconds to line up your shot um so you'll be able to pick that um that node on the the tree but that node will have three levels so like the first level will be something like um you know like a a minor change to your pistol like for example does 30 percent more damage uh and then you know the second level of it will be a bit more and then once you've done the third level of it, you fully unlock that ability to slow down time then. Um, and then it'll have a bunch of minor ones coming off it that sort of play into uh, the the main ability itself. Um, so for example, I'm trying to think of, I can't think of a specific one, but it's like, it's basically, um, a bunch of like smaller ones coming off it to make that more uh make that one but that one better can't uh, yeah. use my goddamn words so it almost like it enhances an an ability that's already there or adds an ability or like a sub ability to an ability yeah yeah pretty much yeah. um almost almost borderlands-esque what I, i've never played borderlands all oh, right. Okay. Yeah. It sounds. It that kind of sounds like that. So it does. Only, where Borderlands, you only had like three abilities, and then that was that. But then you had a tree for each ability, and then, you know, your one ability could then be doing ten different things and things like that. So, yeah, kind of sounds something like that. Kinda. Um, if I could get the build planner. So they, they have a build planner up. Um, so here we go. So like, so a good example is, so on the cool one, you will have, uh, like the first level of that is, um, feline footwork. So these are all, uh, related to stealth and you moving around when you're crouched. So the, the main part of this, it gives you like a, a 15% movement speed while you're crouched and uh, plus 15 mitigation chance mitigation chance is just like uh what cyberpunk uses to say oh that bullet hit you or it didn't and the higher your mitigation the more chance you have of not getting hit by the enemy right. um so that's the main sort of node for that and you can either go up to the next uh, next tier which is like the ninja- ninjutsu skill or you have ones coming off of that, which are for like uh, one that gives you uh, extra mitigation chance when you're aiming from cover or extra mitigation chance while when you're crouched, uh, but not moving uh, specifically. Mm. Um, and then one that, that while you're crouched makes enemies longer to spot you. So, uh, um, and then the, the example of the next thing that, that actually gives you uh, a new proper full-on like gameplay mechanics so ninjutsu is one of those ones i was talking about has three levels 
So the first level of it is um, gives you another 15% movement speed to your crouch. The second level gives you an extra 15% mitigation chance wide crouch. So, so that's similar to the feline footwork skill below it. But then when you get that to level three, you can just sprint while crouching. <laughs> so, um, you basically are a ninja then. Yeah. Um, and then you get the wee sub ones that come off it then. So, uh, once you've unlocked that, you can like pick uh, Shinobi Sprint, which gives you a 75% less stamina co- cost for sprinting white crouching while you're in combat. Mm. Um, so yeah, the, the tree is, is very different. It's a lot simpler because in a way, because like, if you remember the original one it was just a big fucking spider web. Yeah. Yeah. And the way it was laid out wasn't sort of the best. You would start in the middle and go out to the edges. Um, it's kind of hard so. to follow at times as well. Um, one of the, well, the I, I found it tricky at least. <laughs> it no, it definitely was. Um, and then it didn't feel like a lot of the things were having much of a difference. Whereas in this one, like you're talking, there's a thing that lets you sprint while crouching. That's huge if you're doing a, a stealth build. A or? stealth build. Um, I think I think I, she I think, never had anything like that. Crouching my uh, sprinting my crouching. I don't think so. No, I, d- I definitely don't remember anything like that. Uh, the uh, a big difference to the the combat as well. I think this is different. I mean, I never noticed this before. But while you're in combat shooting, uh, you use up stamina when you're shooting. Oh, fuck right. Uh, you get a bunch of abilities to make you better at that as well. Um, basically everything you do in combat uses up stamina of, of some sort. Um, and you get huh. stuff that, that uses uses less. So the better you become with a certain type of gun, the less stamina it will move. Mm-hmm. It'll use when you're when you're firing. Um, it's never become a problem for me where I've run out of stamina. I think all it does is is makes you sway and your recoil worse if you run out. Right, right. But it's it it's not annoying. If you know what I mean, like uh, like you at the at the base level, it's not like you're going fuck this shit. I can't hit the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it never it doesn't doesn't feel like that. It'd probably um, be more of a pain if you were like doing a sniper build. You yeah, know, but uh, but even then, like uh, it's not like you're going. If you're doing the sniper build, you're you're aiming, uh, getting your shot, and then shooting. Um, so. Yeah, true. and you're usually going to be out of combat when you're doing that, so it's it's not going to matter because combat has to be triggered for that stuff to take effect, basically. Hmm. And then the the other big difference is the the cyberware stuff, which yeah, this was a big this was a big change. This was this was kind of based almost off the TV show, wasn't it? Or maybe not based off it, but the eh, the, the idea this, of they had the idea first, and yeah, then the TV they, show used the idea. It's the idea of you having a limit to the amount you can put on. Um, so, yeah, you now have uh, a, a number of, like a point value that you can't go above um, to add cybernetics to yourself. Um, mm. And each each uh, like cybernetic upgrade you, you get has a point value assigned to it um, and you can't go above your limit uh you can make you can up your limit uh by putting points into technical abilities um 
and then like the the big like at the top of that skill tree there's, there's a thing that lets you go beyond your limit at the cost of health um but even so you can go beyond your limit but it'll cost you health i like that I yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that yeah um so the even the 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 cybernetics themselves they they do a lot more this time that, that there's there's a lot more like stat bonuses with each one as far as i can tell uh so uh, originally it was kind of an afterthought you would just fire mm. things on that be grand but like it, it seems like if you get decent cybernetic parts um like you, you could it, it'll make a a noticeable difference difference to your build um because you're getting all these like it has its core thing that it does like a lad armor or whatever and then it'll have you know uh, bonuses where it'll be like um you know give you a percentage increase in pistol damage and you know uh, bonuses to your hack and stuff like that um so it seems like it, it's something to definitely pay more attention to uh this time around of what you're actually putting putting on yeah because originally you could just fire everything and anything into yourself yeah and yeah. be almost broken by the end of the game oh yeah you no doubt would um but yeah you have to put a bit of bit of thought into that stuff mm. uh, which is which is better definitely is better yeah it adds a bit more sort of strategy to it when oh. is the main dlc out then I think it's tomorrow. Oh, fuck, right. 26th? Or is it the 29th? Um, you could be right. You could be right. I think this thing... Oh, no, it's the 29th. 29th, so it's no, this no. weekend. Oh, no, sorry. It, it is tomorrow. It's in six hours. Oh, shit. Uh, so this is telling me. So... Obviously, you own Cyberpunk on PC and PS5. Mm-hmm. What have you been replaying it on the PC, I take it? Yeah. Right. I actually started on the, the PS5, um, but it's like one of the updates they had added uh, cross-progression. Oh, nice. So, so I can just do it on... I can play on either. That's a cool idea. Um, I wanted to switch over to PC to aim with the mouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I find, like, even though you're playing on a big TV on the PS5, for some reason, sitting in front of the monitor feels more immersive for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm closer to it. Maybe. I know the uh, part of the update as well actually updated the... Uh, the performance on the Steam Deck, mm. it? so like yeah. it runs really well on the deck now. Apparently, yeah. There's there's loads of performance stuff they've added. Um, <clears throat> and I'm not sure this it was this most recent one. I'm sure it made changes, but um, like the the options you have um, with ray tracing. So I, I'm running on ultra with no ray tracing, um, mm. which is gives me good solid frame rate in that mm. um it defaulted to ultra with ray tracing which i that like it, it looks the lighting and reflections look good but it's like 
yeah, 30 frames a second, though. Which is uh, not right. something. And then there's the crazy path tracing, which I haven't even bored. Because I can't run that. What the hell's path tracing? It's like a super fancy ray tracing. Probably the best way to describe it. Right. Can't even say I've heard of that one. It's it's just like a, a better version of ray tracing, but it takes a lot more um you know, a lot more power there to to pull off. And like if you gotta if you go to pick it in the options, it's all like, uh this might be a bad idea, by the way. Are you bloody sure? <laughs> it's a thing that they were like putting out warrants like, uh just check your uh computer's cooling before you try this. Um, and it's like, they're all like, uh, this is a bit experimental. So just, um, it can't add that much to it. Can it? I mean, lighting is a huge thing of making a thing look realistic. I've seen side by side comparisons and it does look amazing. Oh, okay. Uh, but you need uh, an absolute monster to run it though. I take it. Yeah. I. You're gonna be one year forty nineties or whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing that on the deck. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> well, it, it runs perfect on PS5 anyway. So, mm. uh, yeah, it, it's um, definitely a, an update for the better. I think. Uh, looking forward to trying this uh, DLC. Yeah, so so you get to play, you get to talk about it again next week. <laughs> well, that's if I get into it because like, I think that's pretty late game stuff. All oh, right, okay. You can't play the DLC from the get go. Yeah, probably could. Might go badly. Not, yeah, it's not recommended, I guess. Yeah, I, I think it's like it recommends you be like about two thirds of the way through. Right. Uh, before even going near that stuff. Well, at least it gives you the warning. Yeah. Um. Right. Well, guess we should move on to news, which it's kind of got a pale in comparison to last week, since all the stuff happened. Yeah. Yeah. Microsoft leaks. There was there was a further but I noticed you don't have it in the notes, and I did really, uh, quickly want to bring it up to speak of the Microsoft thing. Apparently, <laughs> at one point, Microsoft were interested in buying Capcom. And they're interested in buying anyone, like anyone. Yeah. But Capcom came out this week and says, "If we had been offered, uh, you know, to be purchased, we would have politely declined." <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Nintendo stuff as well. That the. the but that was basically Phil Spencer being asked about Nintendo and him going, ah, that's a good idea. Never happened. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but him being really polite about it and be like, I like this hustle. Let's keep it up. But but no, that's, that's don't be stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I did see that, that Capcom thing as well. It's like, oh, we would have said no. It's like, would you have though? We'll never know. Well, no, was it? This says uh, it would only have worked if it was an equal partnership. 
Aye. <laughs> right. Oh, dead on. If they'd driven a big dump truck full of money up, what would they have said? Mm. <laughs> Just a dump truck of money. Right. Uh, what have we got that's happened in this past week then? Uh, Criterion well, joins EA Entertainment to focus on Battlefield development. Mm. Why? <laughs> Maybe they're planning to make a racing mode in Battlefield. They have done vehicle stuff in Battlefield before. I know they, yeah, they worked in Battlefield 5 and that, but... Um, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Mm. Uh, this is coming from uh, Vince Sampella, who's the respawn guy, George mm. Apex, uh, who seems to be in charge of uh, all of the non-sport EA stuff now. Mm. Um, and he's... Yeah, said, uh, he said, we are all in on Battlefield today, Criterion is at WordCraft Battlefield Studios, uh, dedicating ushering in a new area for the franchise. Uh, the majority of the team will be working alongside DICE, Ripple Effect, Ridgeline. Um, I, I'm assuming is, is this a new? Criterion's experience with Battlefield or technology building, engaging experiences will have an immediate positive impact as we continue to work on Battlefield 2042 as we continue pre-production on a connected Battlefield universe that sounds ominous <laughs> do you know what just hit me what Did, didn't Criterion make black yeah what if what if they decide right we're gonna make Battlefield like the new black and they just completely changed <laughs> <Wait>. it <laughs> what, make a worse Battlefield do you not like black? No. I thought black was awesome. <laughs> it wasn't very good. I thought it was brilliant. Just blowing uh, shit up. Fair enough. But that's all they had. They yeah, was like, yeah. ah, the guns sound good. Okay. It's like, this game's boring, though. I know. I just thought it was boring. Um, I really enjoyed it. Just blowing shit. The whole thing was just, what's the storyline? I don't know. We're just blowing shit up. There was that fucking, I'll always forget the level, or I'll always forget, that, that's good English. Um, I always remember the level, it was like set in the oil rig, and uh, you could shoot a rocket off into the distance, but they told you not to, but you know, you have to do it anyway to see what happens. And then there was like a big massive nuclear blast happened, and you died. But they like showed you the whole map exploding, it was amazing. Mm. Like if a boy says to you, don't do this, you're going to go, why? Uh, yeah, of course you'll try it. <laughs> It was almost like the, the developers knew, oh, everyone will try this. <laughs> um, so has all brought up them working on uh, Need for Speed. Uh, he said, work, uh, work will continue on what's next for Needs, Need for Speed. Uh, many of you are familiar with my history in games, having worked with extremely talented teams on Apex Legends, Titanfall, Star Wars, Jedi, here Electronic Arts. But what you might not know I have a passion for cars, which also makes Criterion a perfect match for me to explore another genre in gaming that I love. Uh, I'm really looking forward to work with the core group as we shape what's next for the franchise. Yeah, I enjoyed that last Need for Speed, so they should do more Need for Speed. Yeah, I haven't played a Need for... I know everyone's always said, oh, they should make a new Burnout, and it's like, well, they kind of are. 
Like, the new Need for Speeds very much feel like burnouts. Obviously, they don't have the crash engine or whatever, but the driving feels very burnoutish, does it not? From what I hear, mm, not, uh, not really. No, no. Okay. <laughs> it a, it sort of just feels like its own thing. Um, burnouts very like ridiculous speed in that, but um, mm. I wouldn't say. That most recent one feels like a burnout game. Definitely feels like it. It's probably it's one of the best Need for Speed games in in the last while. Hmm. Definitely say that. Um, but yeah, I can create. I, I can't see Criterion pulling fucking Battlefield. Is Battlefield still in its whole? I haven't looked at Battlefield in so long. Uh, Cat was saying it definitely feels a lot better and things like that. But um, I don't know. I mean. I, I just can't get over the sheer fucking size of it, so I haven't installed it. It's like it's like a hundred and forty something gig these days. Yeah. It's ridiculous in size and you know yourself, you don't have the biggest room on the PS5 hard drive at the best of times. So Well They'll start adding more vehicle stuff. Um Glenn Schofield, who was the guy who made the Dead Space. Non-Dead Space. One of the guys <laughs> that made the Dead Space. And then he joined, or started a developer called Striking Distance, uh, made uh, Callisto Protocol, and now he's leaving Striking Distance because no one liked the Callisto Protocol. Yeah. That's about it. I, I, I heard... <laughs> Heard it was not great. Man feels a thing, takes ball, goes home. (laughs) Or he he may have been asked to leave. (laughs) It's like, that must be like a kick in the teeth. I got to make my own dead space over here. And then EA's like, okay, we'll make a better one. (laughs) And then (laughs) theirs is better. It's just the fact that they... The team you started looks at you and goes, I think it's time for you to leave now. Remember it was supposed to be a uh, PUBG thing? Oh yeah, what what happened the hell happened to that? I don't know. They were like, <laughs> someone was like, this makes zero sense. Mm. Um, so yeah, the, the developers still in there, they, they, um, they have laid off a few people. Um, but it's still like got got a a decent sized staff there, so no doubt they'll do something else. They got that PUBG money behind them, sure. I was gonna say, I mean, their um their publisher as well was uh, weren't they dodgy bastards? Uh, 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 it's crafting. It's the PUBG people. They're perpetually dodgy. Yeah, they were up to like NFT shite and all. Oh, I wouldn't then, trust them. I, they're like, that's pure fucking... Like, look how that, all that stuff started with... Um, you know, started as a mod, and then... It's, yep. Uh, yeah, not to be trusted. Because, <laughs> hang on, Callisto Protocol was that game where they were selling you a season pass, and part of the season pass was um, death animations. <laughs> yeah. D- did the, the season fuck? pass actually have, like, an expansion? I think eventually it had like some type of horde or survival mode, but 
No, that doesn't count. That doesn't count in a single player game. That's a bonus thing. It's like if you yeah. like season pass, I'm expecting, all right, here's a DLC levels. Mm. I remember their their season pass being really fucking bare bones. It's like you don't have actually any anything extra extra levels to offer than I like a a horde mode doesn't cut it for a paid expansion. Just no, just no. doesn't. It's a thing you should you're unlock just, once you finish the game. Yeah, you or a free DLC because it's just assets. That's all it is. Yeah, I. I'd say if you're doing a season pass, you need a. a like a couple of extra stories mm. in there. Um, Especially other, something that style of game that could be about other characters who survived. Mm. That's the easiest fucking thing to do. Well, they, they were supposed to get the, apparently supposed to get the 5 million seals, but they couldn't even get the 2 million, which like you got over a million. That's still I can think they dropped it. That dropped down in price a fair bit at one stage. I remember that. I had a bad time about releasing very close to the the actual Dead Space remake as well. Yeah, and the excitement behind Dead Space was unreal. Mm. And I bought it. It's brilliant. So there you go. I Uh, could have bought Custom Protocol three times for the money, like, but I wanted Dead Space. Ubisoft announced that they're making a Division 3. Hmm. Uh, it's another one of those games. Did the second one do well? Uh, I don't know. I played some of it. It had a bunch of expansions in that, so it must have. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's usually a good indicator. <clears throat> it's another one of those uh, looter shooters like that thing. The, the first mm-hmm. descendant that we were just talking about, except it's all, you know, military type things. Yeah. It's and put on first, some elbow pads. First, first descendant's a free game. Yeah. I can't see this being a free game. No, the first two were full price Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Division's fine for a while, but those get very boring very quick. I played a wee bit of the first one and I got annoyed when it done the done the thing I don't like. It done the bullet sponge thing. Mm-hmm. I don't like the bullet. If I'm shooting at someone and they're not reacting and the worst thing is, as you just said, the uh, the first division is, you know, military you know, humans, not bloody robots. Why are they not reacting when they're getting shot? Yeah, but it's because it's the RPG element of it. Yeah, It's like, you know, you have you have this AR-15, uh, but this other AR-15 has better stats, so they do different amounts of damage. Uh, and it's like, yeah, if, if you want to play the thing where it's like a headshot will kill a guy, you know, you're playing Ghost Recon. Yeah. Um, yeah. This 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 isn't that game. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It's silly to have that type of game in this type of setting where it's like going for realism, except not. <laughs> At the same time, because uh-huh. you usually think like this kind of aesthetic and that whole uh, oh society's gone to shit. We're all preppers and we we get to use our guns. It's like the people like that really put a lot behind realism in these games. So it's like, yeah, who's who's the division for? Mm. But that yeah, as you say, it must be someone playing it. Mm. 
<clears throat> I mean, the second one's like just more or less the same as the first one. The only interesting thing it had was the the dark zone thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the big thing. That's where you uh, you went in, you got your loot, and then there would be other teams all trying to escape because there was a an escape chopper like every so often, but all the teams had to use the same escape chopper. Yeah. But usually, what would happen is you would go and you would get the loot, and then a, a team uh, way higher level than you come in and just wipe you out. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it usually worked when I played it. I'm pretty sure your teammates could turn on you as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I always remember that absolutely, oh, cringy fucking E three thing, you know, where they're like pretending to play the game and not talk like actual humans talk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? One of them, one of them turns on the other one. Get when they do that at games conferences. Yeah, it's a bit cringy, like. It's so fucking cringe. Uh, it's, it's the end of an era. Um, the UK, <laughs> UK CMA <laughs> has provisionally approved the, uh, Activision, uh, or Microsoft's acquisition of Activision, uh, based on Microsoft selling the rights to distribute Activision games on cloud services. Yep. Um... Uh, this looks like they said provisionally yes this looks like it addresses our concerns um and they will make a final decision on october 6th now we can it's okay cma yes you matter you're important yep <laughs> mr big balls because <laughs> that's what this was this is pure fucking ego yep because this does does not fucking matter. Our opinion means something. <laughs> yes, we're important. No, you may not. What about the cloud gaming? Yeah, we'll say, well, who, the what? <laughs> who gives a fuck? Who's playing? The fuck's playing Call of Duty in a cloud? Are you nuts? <laughs> um. Ah, oh, here we are. <laughs> this is like a whole thing just to make them because they ended up looking very silly when the it passed everywhere else in the US like they're the what do you call them the FTC oh, yeah, tried, yeah, yeah. tried to take them to court over it and the, the they just ruled just like stop wasting everyone's time there's no reason for this not to go through um, and now Microsoft let all their secrets out um yeah, the this is not a surprise. No, like we were saying, it was inevitable. It was going to happen. So, what do you know? We were right. Um. Yeah, let's see what they. More interested to see what they do with a lot of Activision stuff that hasn't seen anything done with it for a while. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Is there anything you can think of activation wise that um that's the thing it's probably been that long now I can't even think what was Activision anymore Pitfall <laughs> when's the last time we had a Pitfall game Pitfall 3D was the PS2 and he was the main character was voiced by Bruce Campbell 
Actually? Yeah. Yeah, remember that? No. Yeah, Bruce Campbell did a pitfall, so he did. Um, yeah. It's basically a, a 3D platformer, but it was Pitfall, and it was Bruce Campbell did the voice. I see. But Frank, Activision, anything else that. That's the worst thing. It's been so long since. Because you used to see Activision popping up all the time. Yeah, because they would have been one of those weird uh, you know, third party. Yeah. Uh, Done a lot of publishing. Yeah. The shit tons of, they're gonna have a lot of uh a lot of different uh license stuff um I'm but maybe sure they, they can do the transformers games that i liked they did yeah um war for cybertron that sort of stuff yeah Is that what them, I'm two, thinking of? them two games were fucking brilliant um tony hawk is isn't one that uh Mm. That jumps out at me is like because we we got that remake of one and two and everyone loved it and it sold really well and yep. then what they do oh uh, put that team on Call of Duty now, what the fuck are you doing do put three and team. four right now immediately <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you that's what they did though that's what happened. yeah. That is what they did. Um, was it, they they have a Spyro. Um, they they did a remake oh, yeah. of the, that trilogy and then called that a day. Um, yeah, because everyone thought after Crash Four they would do a new Spyro, but they never bothered. No, uh, obviously, yeah, they did the the Crash trilogy and then did did Crash Four. Um, yeah, well, a lot of their stuff is uh licensed um licensed things do you want to see a new guitar hero oh no <laughs> I, I think the i think the plastic instrument game is dead yeah they they got fucking they got ran into the ground those games <laughs> wasn't it somebody did a new aye, somebody did a rock band after a while and then suddenly there was a new guitar aye, wasn't it that Guitar Hero live shit they did that was the last Guitar Hero because there was like a rock band was it rock band live and Guitar Hero that's, something you're right that's when they changed the the guitar to have the black and white buttons yeah 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 yeah. but it was everyone you know rock band was at this new rock band because there hadn't been a instrument game in so fucking long obviously octane announced a new fucking rock band and then so activision have to go oh we need to get a rock band or a guitar hero out there there these games are coming back and it's like no no they're not calm down there's uh there's probably more value for like original franchises in the Blizzard side of things. Probably I. Cause you've got Warcraft. Mm. I think people people will go fucking nuts for a new Warcraft, wouldn't they? It's like been just a, so a, long. As a standard Warcraft, or if they turn around and says, Hey, let's make a big epic just single player RPG in the Warcraft world. It's just a, a 
No, I mean a new Warcraft as it was. They they did that well, remake not of War, not World of Warcraft. You just mean Warcraft? Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you forget right. that it was a a real time strategy game. Yes, at, at one that. time. I definitely uh, do forget that. They 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 did that. Uh, was it a remaster or a remake of Warcraft Three that everyone hated? Yeah, you're right. Um. There's StarCraft that fuck all's been done with. Um, maybe I think they don't can... like a they don't like a re-release of War. They call it Warcraft Classic. Apparently, it done really well. Uh, when was that? Uh, the only reason I know about this because I've seen it in GOG and I thought, why is that on GOG? And then I realized I was like, wait, that's a single-player game. I bet people would want them. To do something with StarCraft, though. Mm. I always used to get StarCraft mixed up with 40k, because then big suits just look so similar. <laughs> I don't hate I'm that. Sure, I'm sure I'd get in trouble in a certain community if I said that. Thanks. <laughs> Make it worse. StarCraft's like Warhammer for kids. Oh, right, okay. No, I, I don't know if that's true at all. It's just like... Warcraft or no, um, Warhammer's so grim. Yep. I've I've not, not even the first clue about uh, Starcraft's the big guy with Starcraft the cigar, the... isn't it? Uh, I think you might be right. Uh, I think it's a big space. He's basically a space marine, but he has a cigar. If I'm not mistaken, again, I'd probably get in trouble for saying that. Yeah. Who cares? Yep. Um. <laughs> Valve said don't expect uh, a Steam Deck 2 for another couple of years. I say thank Christ. That's that. Uh, yeah, it does mean that any develop, games development, you know, will be... When they're doing the, the optimization, it'll be still aimed at the spec for for the what you have. Mm. Well, they did say that, um, they're happy enough you know, where it is, and they don't believe there's any need for a new one at the moment. Like, the thing's just out. Mm. Is, it, it, is it just a year about the, at this stage? It'd be coming up on a year. You don't want to do a fucking Aye. Oculus and turn around and go, oh, look, a year later, here's the brand new one. You're like, what the fuck? This is a, it's all Apple's fault. Everyone's like, a new thing every year, fucking shit. Ah. It's not even that good. It's like, people, <laughs> for, for a start, for PC, you... Like, I know it's not a PC, but like it's it's running off the Steam uh, yeah, yeah. library, and more of these things out there. Like developers should just learn to optimize their games. It's like if you can get it run on on these consoles over here, you should be able to get it running on a oh, Steam yeah, Deck. That's the thing. I mean, the the freaking the consoles have a good seven year lifespan these days. So why can't a freaking Steam Deck? Yeah. The PC stuff's got uh, is getting a bit silly with like there's people buying these really expensive graphic cards and then there's games coming out and they're performing like shit because uh, mm. they're just eating up the the you know the graphic card RAM. Uh, but it's like uh, <laughs> fucking Starfield, for example. Was getting a lot of flack for like not being well optimized for PC and what this fucking Todd Howard say upgrade your PC and you're like go on shut the fuck up. 
<laughs> it's that simple, Todd. Notorious liar, Todd Howard. Gone now. Uh, make a new fucking game agent. <laughs> you fucking prick. <laughs> Seeing as we're just gonna say things like just like that. Um, he's been riding the coattails of that engine now since fucking uh, Oblivion. It needs to go. That's one of the bigger things about Starfield is it, it is one of those games in that like it feel there's something there is something very dated about it because especially me playing uh, Cyberpunk. Um, my cyber cyberpunk twenty seven seven might not be as sandboxy as a Bethesda game. It's definitely going for something similar. It's putting a bit more. It's being more focused on a, telling a certain story, um, but like it's just the you play cyberpunk and you're like going through the story and you're you're getting into the, the the conversations and but you have full control all the time everything's very immersive but still in starfield in the bethesda game when you go to talk someone has to do that stop zoom in and it's like oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> have we not figured this out i mean jesus christ that's going back to fucking um morrowind Oh, moral one day before. Like I, said, I just remember Oblivion where you would stop and the camera would zoom right into the... F- I remember the first time it happened, I was like, the fuck's this about? Yeah, it's, it's like, still... I did stop and look at someone. Why is the camera like... Kills any kind of immersion. Always has. It's like... <laughs> I don't mind... I think it was Skyrim, the first game that, that did it. It was like, oh, oh, we no longer pause when we do this. Other characters can still move around the background because it used to be like the entire world would just pause while you're oh, in right, the, right. the conversation thing uh, and it's like how is that a fucking good thing so now all you get is it does stop zoom in and then ai characters will come up beside the person you're talking to and just stare blankly at them or be fucking about in the background but <laughs> yeah or in my case, know. you try to get arrested and uh, the fucking demons are killing everything while you're being arrested. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I, uh, how have they not figured something better? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. No, but but you can collect up all the, all the fucking potatoes and put them in in your uh, in your spaceship. That's that's oh. the stuff that really matters. Oh, I, I, fuck off, Todd Howard. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Baldur's Gate, uh, Microsoft made an understatement in saying, ah, we may have underestimated this game. Um, (laughs) This game from that leaks again, it was them, like, putting prices on what it would cost to get different games on the Game Pass. And they're like, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, 300 million uh, was, like, the top one. And then Mm -hmm. they had uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, they think, 100 million. Then Baldur's Gate 3 are like, "Uh, that'll be 5 million. (laughs) hmm, biggest game of 2023 Uh, no worries um like uh the who was this uh, there's some director of publishing at larian has gone out and is like nah we get it (laughs) we kind of underestimated the game ourselves (laughs) jesus um, it, it, it's just testament to like how much this thing just blew up. Mm. Uh, 
because like it was always a you know popular enough franchise in that space of the you know that rpg turn-based sort of type thing that you don't really see much of anymore um and then for everyone to go absolutely nuts over it uh yeah no i don't no one could have predicted this no no way Uh, but it's nice that they put their hands. Even even the developers went. I I we get it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it must be so tough for them being so successful. <laughs> <laughs> must be hard being so grit. Uh, Unity last week. Remember they decided to like properly fuck themselves real good. Yep. How could like, we forget? Like. Let's kill this company, types of thing. Is like, <laughs> is, is this an insurance scam? Is that what's going on here? Um, so they basically said, "I'm sorry," <laughs> uh, and they, they literally said, "I am sorry." <laughs> yep. It's like cool. Um, they have altered their uh their deal where they would like charge per install um they have changed it so uh you would no longer be charged per install fees if you're using the personal or plus plans which is all that sort of less than two hundred thousand dollars or less than two hundred thousand installs as well um and only apply to the pro and enterprise tiers um of subscriptions uh and then you only the ones created with or upgraded to the long-term support version releasing in 2024 currently referred to as the 2023 long-term uh support will be impacted so the difference there is like they were saying all games on unity ever like if you if yep. your game's already out uh, from this date forward, you will, will be paying us. Uh, they've changed that now, so it's only stuff created in this specific version of uh, of Unity, um, and the fee will only be applicable if the game crosses the two thresholds of one million US dollars and one million uh, downloads. Uh, I don't think anyone gives right. a shit, though. <laughs> no, I, I think a lot of people have made their minds up with Unity. Yeah, I think that's. I think that this thing's beyond saving. Mm. Uh, and you don't definitely feel like it. But yeah, it's probably too little, too late. Uh, completely <laughs> stupid move. That's a good uh, old. What, it, what was his name last week? We we found out he was a notorious fucking scumbag. Oh, I can't mind his... I was going to say Rick Aboni. He's like, oh, that's the <laughs> commentator for Ring of Honor. He's not, he seems a lovely man. I just remember looking his name up and the first thing was a picture. He was Rick always a, a scumbag. Riccatello? Somebody Riccatello. Uh, yes. I, I can't mind Greg, his first name. Greg Riccatello or something like that. Yep. I remember just laughing when I'd seen that. So fuck that guy. He deserves a ring he gets. Uh, Phil Spencer says we're making Japanese games. Okay. 
first party Xbox it, Japanese games. You were saying it was a bit cringy last week when they were trying to speak Japanese. Oh, Jesus Christ. Eh? Well, it was a Tokyo game show. Um, he's saying, oh, we've got stuff from Japanese devs in the works um, that is first party. Uh, and then drops like Blue Dragon as an example. I've never played that. That was the one they got the Dragon Ball guy or something, isn't it? On I Xbox so. 360? Because they made I a real... So, uh... Uh, they made a wild push for a Japanese... The, the Japanese market then. Um, I guess they're doing it again. Here we go again. <laughs> they don't want it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, the... It's a bit of a fucking head scratcher. So you know that Metal Gear uh, oh, Master yeah. Collection coming up. So yeah, Ma- Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid One will only be thirty frames per second. Like what the fuck are we doing? But the other two will be sixty. Unless you're on the it? Switch, <laughs> if you're on the Switch, uh, fuck you. <laughs> For some reason, because the uh, Switch can't play PlayStation Two games at sixty frames a second. Christ. Um, I th- like what are we doing in this day and age where you can't upgrade a PS One game to sixty frames it, a second? It can't. A- it it can't be that. It can't be. Someone's made a conscious decision of being like, "No, nah, this needs to be thirty to capture that real PlayStation One feed." Or do you has- think? Do you think when it's on sixty, it just looks? Odd or awful or something? Is there the, something weird about it? That's what I was thinking. I was like, what did, did they have this run at sixteen? Go, that's we can't be. No, that looks silly. Well, no, that can't be true because I have it on the Steam Deck, and it looks fine on sixty. I have Metal Gear Solid One. I bought it off GOG. Yeah, yeah, it works fine. It runs. It looks normal. So someone's fact, just someone's just being a dick and going like it ran at thirty on the PS one, so it needs to run at thirty. Uh, I think it did. See, I don't know. I remember it being pretty damn smooth. I mean, that's because you were away and you didn't know any better. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> no, it did. It did run at thirty on the PS one. Oh, okay. It's stupid though. It's like why did? That's a stupid yeah, but- reason. Or the whole thing is stupid. If you're going to do a, a master collection, why the hell is it not the Twin Snakes rather than the original? Because no one likes that. That, that. No, it's fucking Metal Gear One. You're like the only person that likes it. I've never. No, played it's it. healthy. I've, I've never it's played. Amazing. It. <laughs> um, Metal Gear One with the Metal Gear Two engine. I hear people have a lot of problems with it. Like the music shite is one of the things people say, and it's like, right? I don't know. I don't again. Never played it. Controversial, uh, fucking thing. I don't think Metal Gear music's like that great anyway. Yes, it is. You, you're you're (laughs) talking about this. You're talking Snake Eater, right? No. When I I mean all of them. Yeah, hang on. When you've been seeing the famous, yeah, yeah, fine. But other than that piece of music, no, no, right? See the music that just plays the. Like, ah, that fucking sneaking music. Nah, Stu, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're so wrong. <laughs> it doesn't stand out in my mind, and I am uh, a soundtrack guy. Like, uh, you can buy the Metal Gears <laughs> on vinyl, and I looked at them and went, no, like, I don't want just a whole vinyl collection for Snake Eater. Uh, no, I, I, 
I love all the music and all the Metal Gear. So like it's two. Awesome. I can't even think of anything, any big tunes in two. Four had that nice That's one a... with the, 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 it was like almost done with the Spanish guitar. That was a nice piece of music. I think it's yeah, the main thing. But... Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just I never thought Metal Gear had the greatest soundtrack anyway. But I don't know. Maybe I'm mad. <laughs> uh, I think you are. Well, you just <laughs> said you like Twin Snakes, which is a very like unpopular opinion. And then you're all like, "Oh, Metal Gear doesn't even have good music." So uh, I think you're <laughs> you're disqualified. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's just my hatred for Kojima. That's <laughs> exactly what. <laughs> he didn't do the music though. I know he didn't, but maybe it's just subconsciously. He just writes crazy fucking cutscenes that are two hours long. Um, but right, back to the point, it is. I do think it is nuts because it does run at 60 on my Steam Deck and it looks absolutely fine, so I don't know why they aren't doing it. Yeah, so the the Master Collection won't even be... That's not the best way you can play Metal Gear 1. There you go. We oh, fucked it up. True. Good job, Konami. Welcome back. <laughs> Good. Fucking dickheads. Welcome back. Go to Gog and pay 70p and you'll get a way better <laughs> version. While you can, I guess. While you can, I, I can am all. That's a really good point. I didn't even think of that. Uh, Pokemon trading card. This is fucking stupid as well. So, um, not to miss out and capitalize on everyone's nostalgia, they're re-releasing the original set of Pokemon trading card game cards thing <laughs> in uh in a box um that'll come with uh three decks of 60 cards um based around you know venus or charizard blastoise uh three deck boxes so just a box you can put each deck into uh sets of card sleeves which the plastic dealies you put the cards in um a game board a toolbox case with randomizer okay okay uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, two sets of damage counter cones. Uh, it says cones here. Does that mean coins? I would assume coins. <laughs> uh, and two sets of condition markers. Uh, that'll set you back 400 quid. I seen that price and went, what the fuck are we doing? I know. Guess what? It's sold out. Of course it is. Jesus Christ. 400 quid for some bits of cardboard. Because we are beyond saving. <laughs> we are at this point. I'm telling you, I need to come up with some idea to sell to people with too much money and just laugh about it then. I have to think of something. Um, it doesn't even look good. Like The game board is just black. With white so there's lights. not even any real fancy design or anything. No, the uh, the game boxes are just again black, uh, with a wee like leaf, fire, and water symbols on them in white. Um, 
Oh, they are cones, the damage things. Right, uh, right, I see. All right, okay. I see, I see, I see how they've done that. That's actually, <laughs> those are pretty clever because when you use like the wee damage markers, you end up with your card with like, if your card has a lot of HP, you mm. bunch of different markers for these. You stack them on top of each other instead. Oh, okay. Um, Not worth 400 pounds, though. No. Uh yeah, four hundred pound for cards that you can't actually use in modern day uh mm. games. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Legally, you can't even use them because, like, you know, there's the the most powerful cards. It's Charizard that's one hundred and twenty HP would probably get fucking one shotted by anything because yeah. <laughs> of the uh, the power creep thing. Yeah. Yep. Hell, I didn't even think of that. So you're literally just buying something to go, oh, look what I've got. Can't do anything with them, but look what I've got. Uh, it's so overpriced. It's insane. Yeah, like you say, people like to dig into people's nostalgia and charge money for it. Uh-huh. Um, well, we had a big, big week in AEW. We did couple of big shows it was grand slam um but a madness as well a few very unsu- unexpected unexpected injuries during matches mm. uh i find this uh, very much especially the dynamic grand slam it was all about these matches there was not a lot going on in between um mm. and it was really all single stuff uh to begin with um we we kicked off with Eddie Kingston uh, versus Claudio, title for title, New Japan's Open Weight Strong title and the Ring of Honor World title. Um, so, this was obviously in Arthur Ashe, which is in New York. So, when Eddie came out, hey, <laughs> the fucking crowd erupted. Yeah, it was um, <clears throat> big reaction for him. Yep, a lot of chops. Yeah, a lot of. Ch- I'm not used to hearing because obviously the the Blackpool Combat Club are kind of bad guys, but they are liked, so they are. But not here, they're not. <laughs> not when you're against Eddie Kingston. Not in New York, no. No, not in New York. But um, this this was a, a hard hitting match, hey. Yeah, uh, and the the match was really good, and the crowd just made it even better with uh, the support of Eddie and just the history. I watched the, they they put up like that hour and a half history thing on youtube which was just all the ring of honor stuff and, and that um over the years so i so say it just felt like uh an end to this like insane feud that saw like eddie kingston a guy who has struggled to get where he belongs in my opinion um, yeah finally getting there finally reaching the big time and he beats Casting away now he has two titles, um, and it's well deserved. Dragon match as well. Yeah, couple of couple of real mad faults. There was a couple of times I thought it was over, and I was like, Jesus, this is brilliant, still going. Um, there was even a wee mark of respect at the end. Yep, they do the the handshake mm. very quickly. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Claudio's still, you know, pissed, but he's like, uh, "Good man, you, you're finally up to where I wanted you to be." 
Um, and see that the Eddie Kingston is the Miro type of champion because he's just like saying, "Hey, you, you've got a, you've right. got a title shot." He's um, challenged Shibata at Wrestle Dream for Wrestle Dream, uh, which that'll be good. Should be a good one. Um, Jericho versus Sammy. Yes. Yes. I don't know about this match. Just didn't, didn't think could, it was too bad. Couldn't get into it. I thought it was a bit. There was a few wee slip ups here and there. I thought it was a wee bit bored as well. They just kept going too long. Um, they're doing the, the whole brilliant though. They're doing the whole Shawn Michaels thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So Sammy was wearing gear that matched uh, Chris Jericho gear when he fought Shawn Michaels and. One of the WrestleManias where where he turns on him at the end, and that was the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, is the finish like the the code breaker? Do you mean? Out of, yeah, a code breaker out of a shooting star press. That's still pretty cool. I mean, uh, it's all right. I, I, I thought, thought it was pretty damn cool looking. Sammy I, sold it as well because he looked like he just went limp. But the thing is, like, Jericho had to be standing there when he went to do that, because there's no way Jericho got up that quick. Um, no, I think he was down. <laughs> that was the whole thing. I was like, geez, that came out of nowhere. Otherwise, why would Sammy went for a shooting star press if he was standing? That would have looked really silly. Exactly. I'm pretty sure Jericho was, maybe he was on his way to getting up when Sammy jumped, but he definitely wasn't standing there when Sammy went for the move. Yeah. I think being though is Jericho gets the win. Mm. Uh, why though? Well, we found out why. You could have still done what happened next. It, it, uh, actually, would it not have made more sense? So uh, what we're talking about is Don Cal's coming down. Uh, Sammy. Oh, Sammy, Sammy fucking dick kicks yep. Jericho. Don Cal's comes down. Uh, I was like, what a would it have worked better if Don Callis had to came down and help Sammy win? Um, I think there was a few people who didn't actually think that the 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 the, the turn was even going to happen. Maybe I think that's the big thing. I mean, did you expect a turn? Um, yeah, because it was like oh, I'm wearing the gear that and. Maybe they shouldn't have pointed it out on commentary. But it was like, oh, I'm wearing the gear you wore against Shawn Michaels when you turned on him. I see. I didn't know that he turned on him at the time. So that was probably my own ignorance. Kind of helped that then. Yeah. They, they, that's what they were. They were going for that, though. It's because mm. right, Michaels beat him. And then, uh, well, it makes sense now that you point it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's, uh, I guess, Sammy's in the, the Callis family. Mm. Uh, we'll get more of that in a second. Um, so, Phoenix versus Moxley. Mm. Uh, so this, this before one... this match even started, I was like, oh, shit, something's not right here. Um, so, Bell hasn't rung yet. And Phoenix comes tearing down and he does this incredible leap from the... Because they have this... Obviously because it was the 
Grand Slam, they have that weird ramp that's like a screen, but it has to be level with the ring. Hmm. I've never fond of that. I think it always it's always always in the way. It always causes hindrance for something. Well, but Phoenix, cause, it caused two injuries in this. Yeah, <laughs> Phoenix fucking goes for a a jump off that, and I'm pretty sure his foot just caught Moxley right in the head. Because at one point, then he goes to pick Mox up, and Mox can't get to his feet. You can see him struggling. He goes to throw Mox in the ring, and he can't even get him in. Mox can't get his legs up to get in the ring, and I was thinking, something's not fucking right here. Mm -hmm. But then the match starts, and Moxley becomes Moxley, and I thought, oh, fuck, maybe he was just, maybe he was just selling. But then I noticed his movements during the match. He just didn't look right. Like, there was a few things. sluggish. Yeah, there's a few things Phoenix normally does, you know, with the top rope and all. And the guy usually has to be, you know, with them to do those. And because Moxie was sort of lagging behind a bit, you could see Phoenix was struggling to do things. And it was like, shit, something isn't right here. But then Mox was, you know, fighting through it, doing his fucking Moxley thing. And, you know, match started to pick up a bit. And then at the end, Phoenix does what, it, what's he call it? A Phoenix driver? Black fire like driver? That. Yeah, yeah. And Rick Knox goes for the count. And Rick Knox counts too, but Moxley doesn't kick out. And <laughs> Rick Knox fucking, didn't get the memo. Well, I don't think so from what I understand now, Mox was to sh- Mox was sort of saying count 3, but not Knox did not hear Mox. So Knox wasn't expecting a non-kick out. So I guess it was neither man's fault because, you know, Knox thought that... I'm just going to call him John Moxley because Christ, that's Knox and Mox. Um, John Moxley... Uh, or Mox... Uh, Knox thought that John Moxley was okay um, because the match continued on and he obviously didn't give him any indication beforehand. Um, but then when it was just coming up to the end, he basically says, no, I, I, I can't keep going. Something, something's badly wrong here. So, obviously, they done the two count. Proud's reaction was like, what the fuck? And then Proud Mox had to get the move done again to make it look like a three count. So Phoenix is your new international champion. Unexpectedly. I hear it was a mild concussion, so he is okay, thankfully. But still, it should have been... They've got flack for this sort of stuff together or before. Like, just that handling of when shit like this happens it wasn't like Rick Knox should have been all over that he just wasn't yeah yeah agreed uh so like we we all knew there was something wrong from the get-go yep yep so I'm guessing there was a bit of communication obviously you know we're not in the ring the entire match but they had hmm. to have been chatting and I'm guessing he's went, no, I'm feeling all right. We'll get through this. And then maybe it's just caught up with him. And he's went, actually, no, no, I'm fucked. Yeah. But here's like, what it is. He's still put on a pretty good match despite it. Yeah. As well. it I think nuts. that's what was the most shocking thing is the fact <laughs> that the match was really damn good. Yeah. It's good, good that he's okay. Yeah, I, I. Um, but I guess we're going to have to... Gonna have to work a story around Phoenix now. Yeah. Not on a nights for uh for Russell Dream with him, is there? 
Moxley or Phoenix? Phoenix defending them. Oh, yeah, sure. They announced uh, Collision. They announced that four-way tag team match. Oh, right. He's in that. Right, okay. It's the Lucha Brothers, the Bucks. uh... Shit, who's the other two teams? That's a good question. Fuck, I can't remember the other two. Oh, uh, Cassidy, Hook, and... Fuck, I genuinely can't remember the fourth team. Somebody else. Yep. <laughs> Other people. Well, um, we'll get that at, at, at the end at some point. Um, Soraya defend against Tony Storm. Soraya, I keep saying her name wrong. I'm just going to start calling her Slayer. I, wait. Since that's no, where Soraya. Soraya, I think you're saying it right. I was not like, oh, my, my mom was at a Slayer concert and misheard Slayer and thought they said Soraya. It's like, are you, fucking, you're at a Slayer concert? She must be out of her fucking mind at that concert. Yeah, well, <laughs> you've, you've seen the parents, like, <laughs> fucking hell. I blame the parents. <laughs> Carnies. Um, I that this was an enjoyable match, despite... Uh, you know, it well, it wasn't a particularly wrestly wrestle match, but it was still like a lot of bullshit going on, and it was I've, fun to watch. And Storm's gimmick is just Soraya likes to do a lot of shouting in her wrestling matches. She does. I uh, covers up the fact she can't wrestle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, the best the best thing about it was Storm, especially when yeah. it went under the ring, got the shoes. Oh, Jesus, I that. And she had the fucking high heel in the back of her trunks. <laughs> that should have been the finish there. Have her win. Yep. Would have been amazing. Uh, uh, brilliant. Uh, Tony Storm made this match. So she did. Yeah. Um, she does not win, though. But, uh, yeah, she is... A gimmick's working for her. Oh, big time. Um... So Soraya isn't isn't defend this at the Wrestle Dream, is she? Is nope. The title. She is not. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> and here's he a question. champion. Here's a question. So what's that? We've had the, the whole Sheeta and Brit thing. How how are we supposed to build into that feud if they can't have anything happening to get them there beyond here's a four way for number one contender? See if there's an hour fucking four way for number one contender and uh. it's like this happens again. Well, I'm not gonna do anything because what the fuck can I do? I'll just scream into a pillow or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'll just go out on the balcony and just go. <laughs> God damn it. I see him on Twitter, he always reacts. He does, but he just... He just talks shit. He's like, oh, we have really good... It's like, yeah, you do have really good talent. You just don't know what to do with it. <laughs> it's like, no one's saying the talent's bad. We're saying you're bad at it. Read the goddamn message. <laughs> Everyone should keep giving him shit at the post-press... Uh, post-media scrums. Post-show media yep. scrums. Just keep asking about the woman. Don't let up. 
give him a hard time. I've been, <laughs> I've been watching the uh, Netflix uh, live action One Piece. Oh, okay. It's really good. Actually, right. first, it was fantastic. Best way to watch One Piece, in my opinion. But, <laughs> which MJF agrees with me, by the way. <laughs> He'd say, he tweeted out and said, I'll watch this excellent um, show on Netflix uh, called One Piece. Brilliant storytelling. It's not like that anime shit you watch. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I digress. Um, I, I look at the guy playing... Uh, Monkey D. Luffy, the main character, and I'm just like, he looks wild like Tony Khan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. And, yeah, I just, uh, 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 it's uncanny. Um, same kind of energy, too. Just okay. manic. Right. Absolutely manic. So he took all the coke. <laughs> <laughs> right. Where were we? Um... Oh, yeah. The main event. MJF oh, t- yes. taking on Samoa Joe. So we had earlier um, Adam Cole arrived with MJF, but then uh, Roderick Strong <laughs> rang him being like, well, we didn't hear it, but we heard uh, Adam Cole being like, you're not going to die. And then can we, can we just quickly <laughs> talk about the bit they showed us beforehand where Roddy Strong was in his bed and he was in the noisiest fucking hospital bed ever and Taz couldn't stop laughing? Yeah, he's doing the fucking adjustable bed and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck Taz, me. What noisy bed, brother? <laughs> I feel sorry for Roddy Strong. Um, oh. oh, yeah, the... the Hey, Roddy, stuff in the kingdom, it's all, all really good. It's fantastic. Very the funny. whole neck health and all that there. Um, but, yeah, so Cole didn't come out with MJF no. at the start of the match? No. Um, he was too busy having to run back to the hospital to convince Roddy Strong he wasn't going to die. Uh. But we get uh, Samoa Joe works over MJF real good in this match. Okay. <laughs> he does. MJF earns his paycheck pay this week. <laughs> he did. He got a wild fucking beating. I like even though it's like Joe, absolute killer to be taken super fucking seriously is going to destroy you. He still gets a kangaroo kick in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There was a move Joe done, and you see from the camera angle it showed you. I thought MJF's neck was broke. Is that you know, the one on the enough. apron? Aye. Oh, aye. The, the, second, the second replay it was safe enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yep. Joe's in complete control, but aye. the angle they showed you on the TV, it just looked like Joe had killed someone in front of us. Yeah, it was... But uh, that's just Joe being amazing. Death Valley Driver he did on, on the ring apron. Um mm. And it was, yeah, it looked real fucking uh, scary. Yep. It was one of those ones where you're just like, ooh. Um, then you remember it's fucking Smojo and he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Um. So MGF had promised that he would choke yes. uh, Joe out. 
Um, and we get Adam Cole. Uh, yeah, Joe, so, Joe has got a lock on MJF. Yeah, Joe, Joe's got. A, is it just a sleeper? Or is it? A, is it the? It's is, just a sleeper because he because uh, he he lies back if he gets the uh, the clutch in. Yeah, you've done um, there. So Adam Cole yeah. comes sprinting out, and the the ramp claims its second victim of the night. Yes, because <laughs> Adam Cole tweaks tweaks something in his leg as he's jumping down. You can tell. Yep, you like, can fuck, tell. Fuck. I think he's fine because he's doing a wee indie show soon. Um, oh, is he? Yeah, uh, Deadlock Pro Wrestling. Um, but yeah, he comes and and cheers MJF. The on he does the the three the three arm drops. Yep. Gets gets uh he hooks up, gets out of the the, the sleeper, um, and then. The referee gets a, a bit distracted. He gets uh, has to jump out, uh, which gives MJF a chance to get the tag rope and uh, wrap it around Joe's neck and then cover it up by pretending to be a sleeper and then uh, chokes Joe was, out. I did enjoy the fact there was a, quite a few dirty tactics in this game from both guys. I mean, MJF yeah. was going for his diamond ring at one stage. <laughs> I like as well when they get in the ring. Um... Uh, MGF gets his arms raised and he's got the, the rope, the tag rope in his oh, armpit yeah, yeah. and it falls out and then Adam Cole kicks it away. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, that was a fantastic match. Did you notice the ref uh, wasn't too good either? <laughs> I think he got a knee injury. <laughs> Did he? Was that when he yeah. had a... Because he had a jump out uh, or yes. get squashed in the corner so that's how they, they set up the, the, the rope. He must have... Yep. He's I think just... he tweaked, tweaked his knee when he was getting out because you could see him at the end because he was meant to do something and he was just struggling to get around. <laughs> and Joe, obviously, in character, shoves him out of the way and you just literally could see... I think it's, it's not Mike Posey. It was... Um, uh, yeah, Paul Turner. <laughs> Paul Turner. <laughs> you can actually just see him going, fuck! And the <laughs> he is in pain. No one's paying attention to him. Well, it's just cursed. Yep. Uh, uh, two hour rampage. We, we handshake as well at the end. Oh, I, I, I. It's good. Good way to end that that wee thing. Um, yep. who's ne- I wonder who's next for for MJF mm. then. There doesn't seem to be anyone ready to go. That's it. Uh, yeah, we had a two-hour rampage this week. We did, which was also in Arthur Ashe Stadium with the cursed ring. <laughs> uh, so Sting and Darby Allen versus Luchasaurus and Christian Cage happened as a tag match, which. Sting and Darby Allen predictably wouldn't. They cheated. They did actually cheat. They did actually cheat. They straight to, up cheated. Because Nick Wayne did pull the distraction on, on the uh yep. on the apron, which allowed Darby to roll up Christian. Yep. Um at least Sting didn't pin Luchasaurus. That's the main oh. thing. Oh. I actually thought it was happening too. Remember they um they done that double team, the death the Yes, the, 
Scorpion Death Drop and cut into the coffin drop. Yeah. I thought that. I was like, oh my god, they're going to pin Luchasaurus. But no. Um, well, thankfully, that didn't happen. Uh, and then led to Christian giving Darby Allen an overshot at the TNT title in a triple threat. <laughs> uh, well, he said, <laughs> handy cap, no triple threat match. Uh, Luchasaurus, him, and uh, Darby Allen on collision. Uh, you, you kind of saw what was coming here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How bad did you feel for Luchasaurus? There there was that cool bit in the match where he's actually holding the title. And and everyone like, starts chatting, that's your belt. Uh, just, I, I didn't even realize till uh, the commentators pointed it out. He's never actually held the belt since he won it. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, this is this is mine. <laughs> yeah, the, the, most of this match is just Darby getting the absolute shit knocked out of him by Christian yeah. and Luchasaurus, and then um, we got Christian trying to be an arsehole and pin Darby while Luchasaurus is out. <laughs> that was actually really clever though, because <laughs> I love the fact Luchasaurus did have his back then. And then when the two count and Darby kicked, he turned around. He sort of looked at Christian. And Christian's all, "What? What? What? Nothing. 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 Nothing happened." Um. Yeah, the. As I said the it's mostly Darby getting the shit knocked out of him. Um. But then we end up with Luchasaurus. Or no, uh, Darby making his comeback on Luchasaurus. Mm. Um, and doing the coffin drop and all, and then Christian just like fucking Darby out of the ring and pinning Luchasaurus to win the TNT yep. T- title. Yep. Poor Luchasaurus. Poor Luchasaurus. He looks so fucking sad. I know. It's mad <laughs> that a man in a mask can do that. Um. Yeah, I think we're on our way to our Luchasaurus face turn. I think we are. Um, but right after that, <laughs> we're not done with Christian and Darby. They have a two out of three falls match. Um, Darby's winning that title, isn't he? Tensia, also, I think so. <laughs> I, am I mean, fucked off with Darby Allen, I'm honest. <laughs> always having that, uh, always having that goddamn title. Too much. What all he does is roar as well. I can't. I think the roars annoying me these days. Mm. Um. So we mixed trios match: Statlander, Orange Cassidy, and Hook versus Anna J, um, Parker, and Menard. It was mm. grand. Yeah, always happy to see two point Always happy to get a taste. <clears throat> <laughs> it's a pretty fun match um, then they had the uh, the four way tag match for number one contenders for the ring of honor championship which the righteous win this uh, over right, that. hardy boys best friends and the kingdom yeah you think about mm. it being the, the kingdom um, but I'm guessing uh, they're giving Adam Cole and MGF like a, just a different they're not ready to do them versus the kingdom yet. Is, yeah, is yeah, what I'm saying. Yet. 
Yep. Um, but given that last week the Rage just beat the Hardys. Um, mm, true. So, so give them a, a wee push on TV. Still, yeah, it's hard not to make the comparisons with the. Uh, I'm not sure which one it is, and uh, the Bray Wyatt comparisons. Oh, uh, the I uh, with uh, with Vincent. Yeah. Uh, it's Butch is obviously just big boss man. <laughs> yeah. Um, they claim Billy Gunn beat Dark Order. Dark Order this cheated. Was, this was a good fun match. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was very very good. And we need more Dark Order on TV. Yep, yep, yep. Because they are fantastic and they make good heels. And um, I love these new ads they're doing. Yeah, they're really creepy. Yeah, they're but they're the like big close face. up camera angles. Uh, more Dark Order, please. Um, And we seem to be having Julia Hart being. Mm. Uh, head up is it the right term because she's a 24 match winning streak and undefeated as pointed out by Brody King <laughs> so she beats Sky Blue um, yeah. and then on collision she beat Kira uh, uh, Hogan Kira Hogan yep um, and then Brody King gets on the, the mic and says yeah it's 24 bodies uh chris statlander put your title up or the bodies keep coming chris statlander's doing an open challenge so you could have challenged her anytime you no need yeah. to be kicking the shit out of other people but but we're um, always happy seeing that as well yeah uh i do like julia hart and what the since she joined house black she just yep. she just commits to everything she does there's no hesitation and it just makes everything look good mm. Actually, there is no, it's exactly the best way of putting it. There's no hesitation. She just goes for it. She probably knows as well. She's, there's not much to her, so she can't really cause any real harm. Like, <laughs> she's one of the smaller women on the roster, but because she's smaller, she can throw everything into it and she knows she'll get away with it. Yeah. But this will be good. Her match with Statlander will be good to see her. Hey, will I? Statlander just throw her about the place and. Mm. Um. Santana, now going as uh, Mike Santana, he, he did a squash mm. match with uh, Dirty Bulk Bronson. <laughs> Dirty Bulk Bronson, two are amazing. But then Ortiz came out mm-hmm. um, because uh, was it on Dynamite? We had the 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 promo, promo from Santana being like, "I'm going out on my own, just how I like it. Um, no more crutches and that." And Ortiz mm. comes out and going, let's do it right now then. Uh, so we're going to, like, if they're not going to be a tag team anymore, which I'm still disappointed at because I would have loved to have seen them get a title run. Yeah. Uh, but if it's if it's not going to be, it's not going to be. And let's at least get, let's get a good match out of it. Yeah. Uh, Ortiz so get. I don't know how okay they are, but they're obviously okay enough if they're okay to work together. Mm. Doesn't seem as, <laughs> doesn't seem that okay. Because the, the promos are cutting are all very sort of... Like Ortiz's yep. promo on Collision then as well, which I always thought was very, very good. I think Ortiz very underrated. Like it was like Santana's the guy, Santana's the guy. I think Ortiz is just as good. Yep, I agreed. 
I think they're better as a tag team. Yeah. I honestly think Santana's going to fade into obscurity. That's what I actually think. I don't know. To be like... Can you see him being AEW champion? Nah. I don't don't think Tony can. We'll know what to do with him, to be honest. On his own. Mm. But we'll see. Um... And then the the elite taking on the Mogul Embassy hmm. trios match, and the elite win the Ring of Honor trios titles. This was a very good match. It was. Um, that's their second time with the trios titles. The those specific trios titles. Is yep. it weird that on an AW show? The Ring of Honor, sorry, it's the Ring of Honor six-man titles yeah. were in the main event, and the AEW trios titles were not. Uh, or is that just, point. or are you just saying, man, it's the elite? Yeah, true, and, <laughs> and you're building up the hangman and swerve thing. Yeah. Yeah, we get swerve stricken there, and they, they do the stare down, and it's like, well, we got your belts, bastards. That was um, quite the rain. Mulga Embassy had as well. It was like 280 odd days, I think. Mm. Something like that. I don't know where they took Mad. them off the, um, what do you call them? And the boys? Dalton Castle and the Dalton boys. Castle. It was like right after Ring of Honor came back from its hiatus. Yes, it was. So basically, since Ring of Honor came back, they have been your six man tag champs but i guess mm. that means uh bucks and hanger are gonna be on ring of honor tv well sure you can do that now because they're allowed on collision and it's taped after collision yep, yep. <laughs> they're funny. allowed <laughs> yeah they're allowed that's they weren't allowed that's before mad, they say. <laughs> oh, what wrestling world were we living in where the bucks weren't allowed on one of the fucking shows from the company <laughs> they helped start yeah, it's it's a bit crazy to think about. Um, we get uh, on rampage as well the the wee bit with Chris Jericho getting mm. saved by Kenny Omega. Yep. Um, Cal's family goes down and out comes Kenny Omega, and then they're all doing the walking backwards, bumping each other, and turn around and be like, "Ah, it's you." <laughs> I don't trust you, but uh, it looks like we're gonna have a match at uh, at Wrestle Dream yep. Jericho, Omega, and Ibushi versus Takeshita, Sammy Guevara, and Will Osprey. Will fucking Osprey, he is getting around. Hey, he is. I I was right about Speedball Mike Bailey. <laughs> oh, what about him? That's who Will Osprey is facing. Is it? Oh, I, yep. So it'll be, it'll be back from his injury then. I know that it wasn't on the podcast we were talking about it, but that. Yep. yep. Stu was yep. telling me Will Ospreay is going to be a bound for bound glory. For glory. And yep. I was like, is it Speedball Mike Bailey? You're like, oh, he's injured. Not anymore, he ain't. Not anymore. Will he be smart? Will he wear shoes? Or do you think he'll be a dickhead and go, oh, no, no, no. no I, bet, I, I bet he's wearing a pair of wrestling boots now. <laughs> we will see. If they he all... does it, 
<laughs> he doesn't, he'll be like, what are you doing? Um, yeah, that happened. Hook and Rob Van Dam. This place went fucking nuts for Rob Van Dam because they're in yes, Michigan. Uh, um, uh, who, oh, they were Daddy Magic and Matt Menard. <laughs> yep, Matt Menard and Angela Parker again. They have a glutton for punishment against Hook. Who? Um, it was a grand match. RVD still grand. Yep. It's he not really like, is. Yeah. Not as fast as he used to be, no, but he no. plays the hits. There was a bit that made me laugh at the end of this where um, just before the cameras went off, RVD starts posing like Taz and pulling a Taz face and mm. Hook actually starts to laugh. Because <laughs> 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 the cameras are fading, you can see Hook starting to laugh. Because obviously uh, they were, the commentators were explaining that Taz and RVD team, teamed up in this very same arena. So now he's doing it with Taz's son. Uh, Jay White and Andre Lilo, El Idolo had a very good match. And Jay White's Andre. Yeah, so uh, I just love the fucking chaos that happens when bowler clubs are in. Around... <laughs> it's madness. Just with Kevin Kelly and that. Uh, um, also love Jay White's Uragi. Yep. Absolutely. These great. two put on an absolutely fantastic. You knew it was going to be good anyway, like, but absolutely fantastic match. Yeah. Till Andre got knocked out with the collision cowboy of the month. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson. What a fucking guy. Hopefully, we get uh, a little bit of the last match we see between them two. No. In fact,. I wonder then, because there's obviously four members of Bullet Club, is Andrade going to bring in the LFI again and be two four-man teams? Hmm. don't know. You would think that. Yeah. It, it makes sense. Um, and we're going to like still have Andrade involved somewhere in some way with LFI. This doesn't make sense for him to just be like, oh, I don't care about that anymore. Uh, FTR defended their titles against uh, Work Horseman. This was like last week where it's like short match, um, but it like made their opponents look really good in a really short yeah. amount of time. There was some reaction when JD pulled off that big moonsault. Aye. They were chatting, who are you this time? Aye, aye. <laughs> But then Michigan uh, probably knew who they were. Yeah, this is a much better crowd than, than last week's. Yep. That definitely wasn't a wrestling crowd. Um, yeah, JD Drex, big moonsault. Just holy shit chance. It's like, yep, yep. That, that was really good. Yep, he's a big uh, boy, but he can moonsault. Yeah, I like FTR doing these week short matches. Just saying, hey, look at these guys for five minutes doing all this stuff. Um... Aussie open there as well. Um, mm. They have uh, a wee promo back and forth for. Can a, I just ask though? You see when Aussie open were in the ring? Uh huh. There was a, a, was I going mad or are them too fucking massive because they were both looking down on FTR? Mm, it, the, 
they're both pretty tall, and your your man, uh, one of them is is very very big. I'm not sure which Jesus. one. Is. Man, dude, <laughs> you can actually see him with his head tilted down, talking to Dax, and I was like, wait, are they that big? Uh, Dax and Cash aren't aren't that tall. Uh, maybe that's what it is. Uh, um, I couldn't believe the size of them two. Is the thing though, right? So Dax gets the mic. I don't like when Dax gets the mic because he always comes across as bitter in a way. So he, he says it's a sacrificial lamb line that he yeah. throws out. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? They lost to MJ, you know, better than you. It's like fucking kayfabe, but stop yeah. with this shitty fucking shit because it's like... This isn't fucking Vince Russo era at WCW. Let's not do this because it just takes you out of it and I don't like it. Mm. Just, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't like the, the way he said that. It's like, go and fucking wind your neck in. You could have just went like, oh, you, you lost to these guys. We want to see yeah. your best. I wonder, is there a bit of bitterness since, since their wee buddy's not there anymore? Could be, man. You don't know. It'd be interesting who wins th- this tag match. Mm. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be better about uh, Aussie Open winning. <clears throat> not at all. Um, and then who, who wins the number one contender match? It would be cool to see like, Aussie Open take the, the titles off him. Um, have the young bucks win that number one contenders, and then have the young bucks put them over in their first defense. Yeah, you can do that. You know, because people ha- do like to get on the box. Oh, all they do is put themselves in main events at all, and you're like, it's <laughs> absolutely whoever's saying that is being very fucking disingenuous. Well, they're not. They're not. They're not even the bookers. So what? What the fuck are they on about? No, that, that's true. Um, and they, they don't, they put people over all the time. Yeah. Who went over in the last FTR match? Yep. Hell, look uh, at I their mean, first ever tag match on Dynamite. They put fucking Private Party over. I'll always remember that. Yeah, that that's, uh, people who say that are just being, uh, j- they're just saying that stuff in bad faith. Uh, that's what that is. If anyone says they're, uh, they're booking themselves to look good, you're talking out your fucking hole. Hmm. Uh, main event then of Collision, we get get JR out, who wasn't bad. He was not bad. Um, he was a good fit, just you bring him out for main events. Um, but this match, so Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks in a Texas Deathmatch, Jesus Christ, I thought these boys owed each other money. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, was, it was pretty brutal in places. Considered, considered fucking, uh, you know, Danielson's got that match coming up with uh, Tabor Jr. And all. I thought yeah. he maybe had a take it a bit easy before that, but nope. Fucking balls to the wall with Ricky Starks, hey? Oh my god. Like, the... Just the, the stiffness of all the strikes. It was, like, mostly strikes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they just beat the ever-loving shit out of each other. Like, god... Hard to watch in some places, especially like near the end where Daniels just like fucking kicking Starks in the head, and it looked yep. so real. 
Yeah, because Starks was bleeding pretty badly. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just before that as well as like, um, Starks had the chair. What did Danielson suplex him while he had the chair? No, no, it was the psycho yeah. knee into the chair. Yeah, uh, yeah, and always the way when when a chair is involved, uh, you don't know where it's gonna go, and it fucking smashes him in the face when it bounces yep. off the ground. Um. I think that's what split him open. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, it was his mouth that was bleeding. It was his mouth and above his eye, I think. Right. So he was caught in multiple places. Um, let's get the uh, the the strap made a comeback. Yep. <laughs> Nigel McGuinness on commentary. Man's a legend. Hey? <laughs> he's he's loving it when Ricky Starks is using the strap and then when, uh, or the chain sorry and then when Danielson starts using it he's all he's a sick man <laughs> clap digger Danielson clap digger Danielson uh, um, brilliant absolutely fantastic Matsu. fucking fantastic yeah it was very very good very very violent <laughs> yeah but like it was violent, but not like deathmatch type of violence. It was like more real than that. Um, yeah, see when they were doing the mounted punches at one stage, they just looked like they were wailing each other. Mm. Um, Danielson wins this as well. He does. Didn't expect. Yeah, he's just been putting people over left, right, and center. But then I noticed at the end when the cameras were cutting away, Starks was looking like he was looking in like for a wee handshake. Yeah, we have big bill meter you out there pushing each other about. <laughs> like, what are you doing, Wheeler? <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh, that was collision. That, that was a lot of wrestling this week. Uh, you definitely <laughs> notice it when Rampage is two hours. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking hell! Uh, pay per view, new pay per view this week. Uh, so coming mm. up, we have. Mentioned the number one contender four-way match for the tag titles. Hook Orange Cassidy, Young Bucks, Lucha Brothers, and the Guns. Yep. The Guns were the other team that you were thinking ah. of. <laughs> As, the ones I actually thought would could be interesting too, because we were saying now that they're with Bullet Club, they could actually be more of a front runner for tag yeah. title run. Honestly, I can I couldn't call that one. I don't. Mm. Um, Statlander versus Julia Hart. That'll be good. Uh, we have the Jericho and the Golden Lovers versus the Callis family. Um, just just because Kenny and Will Ospreay's in it, it'll be unbelievable. Yep. Uh, Adam Cole and MJF defend against the Righteous. We do not have the AEW world title on the line in on this pay-per-view. Nope, nope. I've noticed that he seems to get a break at the moment, but then, like I say, this this is all forever story building with the whole mm. uh, him and Cole thing. That, that's going to be fantastic when it happens. Um, and Christian Cage versus Darby Allen in the two to three falls for the TNT title. Um, FTR versus Ozzy Open for the world tag title. Uh, Eddie Kingston defending both his titles. Uh, mm. against uh, Katsuyori Shibata. You have Adam Page taking on Swerve Strickland 
And then what'll probably be your main event is Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. I think that is being billed as the main event because it's the, the dream match. That's nine matches. That's a little light for <laughs> what AEW usually puts on. So we still have a week to go. Don't forget. There's, yeah, there's a, we've got this week's shows. So who knows? Um. Yeah, uh, the I, I think that should be a good show, despite not having titles on the line. Hmm. Uh, but I think that's, that's this Sunday. So my. it is yes, this Sunday pay-per-view um Gary Burns tell me the alarm and stuff about them plan to have 12 pay-per-views next year I hope he's he's either winding me up or uh, has got bad sources has to be bad sources (laughs) I haven't seen it anywhere but Jesus Christ no I can't be doing that no that just that just takes the 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 magic out of a pay-per-view yeah, people give off about no build now. You can imagine if it's like one every every month. Aye. Um, yeah. Guess that'll do us then. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you again next week. See you next week. <laughs>